rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, what's happening, everybody? I hope you can hear me. I had to. I had some technical problems yesterday. I was going to do a show yesterday, and right before I went to go on air, my entire computer <laughs> wasn't working. I, I don't know. I didn't know what the hell was wrong. I had to. I didn't have any, any task bars. I couldn't get the friggin' apps on the side up. You know what I mean? I could like the. Um, you know where? You know where all the apps are. I'm on a Mac anyway. the The computer's old. I need a new computer. I feel like this one's on its last legs. So, so I anyway, whatever. I'm just gonna have to invest in a new computer. I just I didn't do it yet. So anyway, I'm a little. Uh, you can hear it in my voice. Maybe I feel stuffed up, and that's why I'm sitting down. Thank you, Winston, on the chat to tell me that everything looks looks and sounds good. Thank you, because I was hoping, because I had to do the update, and that means the I'm sure there are some uh, pitfalls here that are yet to be discovered. So anyway, but when when I get a new computer, I haven't ordered it yet, but I will. So uh, we won't have well, we'll have a few more years of. Maybe not having to worry about. It. I do. I really do have to get. I just have to bite the bullet and order it. And uh, I, I was just not looking forward to another big bill. That's all. <laughs> but it's gonna be worse if the computer dies and then we have nothing. So because it is, I, the computer's so old at this point. It's not even. Uh, you know, sometimes when you when you um, get a new computer with Apple, they give you. Uh, whatever they give you some money when you turn in the computer but this is they don't this is nothing this is going <laughs> straight to the recycle bin so at least they offered me zero for it so all right um i don't know maybe somebody would want it i guess i could sell it for cheap so okay listen 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 so i'm sitting down because i'm feeling very whatever i'm feeling a little under the weather i'm feeling tired and achy and i took a covid test again to make sure i didn't have it for a third time in in two months and it came back negative thankfully but i don't know maybe this is uh what co long covid is that's what people say right They're, you're tired and i don't know well whatever that's why I'm sitting on my ass instead of standing up. I figured I'm tired. And look at little the producer behind us. He's tired too. So, okay, listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. And also, if you can... I, I set up, I don't know if it's fully set up, I started setting it up there, this this channel, not only can you become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, and I hope you do to keep us, keep the show on the air, uh, but the, I, I set up uh, memberships on YouTube, so you, could be, you can also, if you don't want to be a patron, you can support through YouTube, become a member, and we'll figure out some members only shows and whatnot that's why what I, I these are the things i gotta think of 
we need to do some members only shows, something to entice people to become members. Maybe we could do like a, uh, cause another thing we're going to do is we, maybe this could be good. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. Um, because Robin Kincaid and I, um, I wasn't on, I didn't do the show on Wednesday because we filled in for Mike Malloy on the Mike Malloy show. So if you, if you, um, aren't a, a supporter of Malloy, you need to be because he is, uh, he's the godfather of us all. So, um, Mike Malloy.com. And, uh, but so Robin and I have been thinking about doing a show together for a long time, me and Robin. And, uh, and so we've been discussing it because we, because, you know, it, it only started as just in general, because every time Robin and I would get together or talk on the phone or whatever, it would just, it was, so, it just flows. And, um, we started saying, we need to put a frigging camera or something. We need to start recording these conversations because it's, uh, yeah, I thought it's good would, people would enjoy it and uh, it would be uh, some fun. All of the, because when we got together, when I went to uh, West Virginia for the Horn Inn, we were driving around with our friend David and uh, we... Um, I've kept saying we should put a camera up there, you know, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do a show where we'll Rob and I will, can go cross country in a car. That would be something fun, right? Eh, whatever. I'm just thinking maybe it's my, my stuffy head talking. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is exhausting. Richard W. Watching Republican politics is absolutely exhausting. Oh, and I, that's, that's what I was thinking when I was thinking about what to call tonight's show. And I thought, I don't know, I, obviously it's, I didn't call it this, but I was thinking of calling it, how are we going to get through the next two years? <laughs> I can't take two more years of this shit. It's only just begun, but uh, two more years. We've been dealing with this shit my entire life our entire life we have i have the minute i became politically aware and had to deal with you know you know what it is when i think about when i became politically aware when i was a younger person and what was so of course i didn't have all the i don't of course none of us know everything now but i was i didn't have all the historical connections either i learn yeah as you grow and you learn and you if you are you know not a republican you know you expose yourself to to life and uh different ideas and history and all that at least if you have you know if you're intellectually curious in any sense unlike republicans who don't want to learn a damn thing that's their that's what they think their birthright is. Just dig your heels in and never change. And um, if people do change, then make sure you work as hard as you can to drag them back to times we left in the trash bin. So, But uh, what was really... Um, I guess, I'm trying to think. It was sort of uh, depressing and upsetting and uh, and kind of 
I, I'm trying to think of what the right word is. I'm, that's why I'm searching my feelings right now for it. Because it was, maybe there was some disappointment there too. And um, because I just didn't understand how how Republicans, well, when I called them Republicans back then, um, how how terrible they are. <laughs> you know, I just didn't understand how people could be so cruel and have no um, interest in changing or or you know what it was too uh selfish that was the other thing because I as I was g growing up and I remember when I was younger and I still have th these friends and I'm thinking of a couple of friends in particular but a friend this person who is m still my friend was kind of a right winger at the time okay and i always remember getting into arguments with him you know not nothing uh not no drag down you know uh full-on you know arguments but and he was always um you know he was like a right winger okay so and, and my other friends we would all be like what the fuck is he talking about this guy you know, and 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 in my heart, I thought he was just trying to be contrarian. But I don't know. I'm sure he he believed it on some level. But the the thing is, as life went on, and in this at the time, he was a real, real right wing douchebag. And I, um, you know, would talk, we would talk about universal health care and. Social Security, and he's oh well, I could do better with my my money, putting it in the market. Like we all have to be freaking day traders and shit like that. And Social Security is not is it's not um you know uh it's not necessarily a retirement plan. It's an insurance plan. So it's so if the if we uh, run into the frailties of being human, there's something to fall back on. We don't have to go and sell apples on the street, you know, or matchsticks, like the little matchstick girl. And anyway, so time went on. This And while he was this big douchebag right winger, he also was doing very well financially, okay? He was probably making more money than all, any other of my friends, including myself. And also... You know, it was like the VP of of a record label. Okay, hold on, I'll be right back. We'll finish the story and we'll get we'll get we'll get going here. All right, all right, we're back, we're back. Unapologetic liberal talk, and so I'm talking talk about my friend who was uh, who was a right winger at the time. This is uh, talking like 20 years ago, right? So he anyway. The, to make a long story short, he was uh i th i now currently because so he he used to be the the a vp of a record label uh, when the records were a thing all right you know what i'm saying an independent record label so he was doing well i'm and now he's not he's not homeless or anything but things have changed for him and there's a lot of there's struggles involved and um, you know, uh, not being able to go to the doctor, not being able to, you know, uh, be, have the freedom to be sick, right? 
I mean, that's that's freedom too. But it, it's so funny how when y- if you're sitting on the in the cat bird seat of power, or you think right that uh, everybody else can just what? Well, if you did it, why can't everybody else? But the thing is, you know, think things change. So when the record industry went, where the hell did it go? You know, I mean, who buys freaking records anymore? Everything's changed. So there, the record label is no longer in existence. It used to call it was. Uh, I mean, they had some big acts too. It was uh, Rough Trade was the record label, and um, you know, touring back back way way back when, and others record labels. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Sometimes you see this is the other thing with the Republicans, right? I don't know what he I I don't get into it with him now about what he um I if if he votes Republican, I doubt it because just talking to him you could tell things have changed, you know. He's now he's for universal health care and things like that. Okay? Because it's the Republican way to, unfortunately, only see the light if something affects you directly. And and you could do everything right. You could be smart. You could be uh, talented. And still, you know, everyone needs a little help now and then. And also, knowing the, the what goes on all over the world. It doesn't have to be this way. We live in the richest country on earth, and but we're poor. We're poor in every other way except uh, for t- a technicality. We're rich. Some people are very rich, and others are just you know hanging by a thread. And the uh, you know uh, I, I just saw a tweet. In fact, let me see. Well, first of all, let me just do some some yes. <laughs> Unless you're Steve Scalise. Oh, um, do some plugs. But, okay, you know how to go to... You You, you gotta go to YouTube. Now, what am I talking about? Uh, Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Become a patron, all right? The other thing is support the sponsors of Tara Buster, specifically APS Radio News. That's an, that's an independent um, media aggregate. And they host this show, which is a privilege. And I'm honored to be a part of APS Radio News. So, if uh, yeah, check it out. They have other shows over there, not just liberals. Um, so, yeah, the, if you go over there. And it's run by a very awesome person, Charlie. So, yeah, tell Charlie that Tara sent you. And that's it. You could be friends, too. All right, um, what else? Eh, I'll think of that. I'll think of more things later as we go. We don't have a lot of time tonight, and we've missed the whole week. It sucks. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we're talking about, I mean, might as well start there, because I was talking about the poor people. And um, I saw this, I just saw somebody tweeted something, you know, if if only... Republicans hated poverty as much as they hate the poor, you know, and, but it's all, 
I mean, they're so damn transparent. That's the other thing when I was thinking about when, you know, trying to remember about when I first understood that Republicans were such, were so vile, uh, inexplicably. Uh, you know, that's, uh, I remember watching that show this, when, I was, when I was young, um, when Rush Limbaugh had a show on television. Do you remember that? I was a, this was that was before I was I really understood the you know the state of things in the country and I remember watching the show and being confused like what what's fucking wrong with this guy that's what I remember that was the thought I had my initial assessment of it was what is he talking about? Uh, and he had uh, it would it would say like Clinton uh, day one fifty America under siege day one fifty or whatever the fuck it was, and I remember thinking, what is he talking about? What is this dickweed talking about? America under siege. But here we are. You know, we go from that to this. You know, now we have literal friggin' coup plotters who are actual representatives who have who are who've infiltrated the halls of power so we go and, and I mean it all started back then where it's you're not just two political parties one's conservative they 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 you both have a an idea of um, how to make the country's uh, American, uh, you know, working class, uh, economically vibrant and upwardly mobile, except you have one, one party's conservative, the other one's a little more liberal. I won't, I won't say they are liberal, but, you know. Uh, but you both have the same goals. That's what you, that's the hope, right? That's no longer. It's all by the wayside. And it started with the kind of, you know, with Rush Limbaugh, with the Telecommunications Act, with all... That's probably why I was confused. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Where'd this shit come from? What is he talking about? Clinton is the enemy? Because that's the way he presented, um, you know, Bill Clinton was the enemy. Not just, you know, a president of a different party. It's your enemy. But this is the way... The Republicans have always pre have always played this game, though. When you think about uh, JFK, before JFK went to Dallas, where he was assassinated, the Koch brothers were what was it? The uh, now the the name is escaping me. Somebody on the chat remember will uh, post it. They were leafleting. The um, they were leafleting downtown where JFK was going, where the motorcade was going to go, with the, the um, these flyers saying that he was he was an enemy, that he was a communist agent, and he was you know, it's always about turning the weak-willed, weak-minded morons against the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. Everybody's under attack, right? They're all under, they're attacking you. They want, they want to control you. Don't, don't trust the government because you'll end up, what? Having to go to a bathroom with somebody 
who might be trans, you know? These fucking people. Yep, yep, yep. All right, this is Tara Devlin. We're back, we're back. So here's, where, where is it? Um, Republican. So I want, yeah, I want to talk about George Santos too. He's a piece of, piece of dirt. Yes. And he's not, he's not resigning. He keeps saying he's not resigning. He's also a self-loathing. Um, he's not a closet case, but we know he's, uh, he's a drag performer. It's funny how he's denying being a drag performer. But uh, he, but you know, he's still not denying. Uh, he's he's not saying anything about his mother, you know, because of course his mother was not in the South Tower on September 11th when it was attacked. First of all, his mother was a fucking cleaning lady. Okay, not that there's anything wrong with the cleaning lady. I'm just saying it because no, what cleaning lady is gonna rent an office? in the South Tower of the fucking World Trade Center. You gotta be cleaning buku houses. Right? I didn't know they, I mean, that's prime real estate in the South Tower, in in the World Damn Trade Center. But we know for a fact that she wasn't in the country on September 11th at all. So how could she be in the South Tower? And then she dies a few years later from cancer, which has nothing to do when we went through this already, you know, a few years, meaning he writes a few years later on his website, a few years being 16. Oh, I hate these people. I really do. I don't, I don't understand. And this is probably, it goes back to my more innocent self where I'm like, where I was confused. How can people be this stupid? How can people be this mean and and self-loathing and loathing of their fellows? How? How is this uh, how is this possible? Also, I mean the, the the hypocrisy is unbelievable. But not unexpected. Shit. I'm trying to find this. Of course, you know, we spend uh, a lot of time here on Terror Buster trying to find articles that I, that I, I spend time, you know, p- picking, <laughs> but I can't fucking find when the show is going on. Yeah, everybody, uh, yeah, they all suck. I mean, the the clown show is unreal. But it's all about, and we talked about this on the show too, it's all about denigrating the government too because, you know, somebody like Roger, I mean, uh, I'm looking at Roger Stone's tweet, that's why I said, uh, like George Santos, he's, it's not only, um, he not only is a, uh, gives Kevin McCarthy a vote, but he he denigrates the government. He sullies and stains the government and he turns people off from voting and this is what they want. And they say it out loud. Like, 
there's I, another thing I, w- I contemplated talking about tonight was one of these these filthy fascist bastards. I think it's in Michigan where he boasted um, that they were successful in in uh, suppressing the vote of the African-American community. Because, yeah, it's like, don't believe your lying eyes. Believe what comes out of their mouth. And then they'll all cry how... How dare we call them racist? How dare we even point out the the reality that's right in front of our faces? And the Republicans, they think we're stupid, but they forget, you see. They forget that the majority of Americans are not as dumb as the people who vote for them because they are a minority party. They are... A, uh, a not only are they a minority party, they receive fewer votes and they represent a minority ideology. So, and that is the truth. This is, and they know this. In fact, the, the one of the good things I saw on corporate media recently was that they, I th- I can't remember where, but um, they did. Uh, they one of these shows on corporate media did a, st- a story about that how all over the country from the state legislature on up the republicans receive fewer votes and they are in the mo- and they and they are in the majority we know this is the case when it comes to federal elections Republicans uh, have received, have not won the popular vote. And then this whole popular vote thing, whenever I hear popular vote, I'm like, the popular vote in every other country is called the vote. The popular vote. You receive the most votes, you fucking win. So, yeah. Uh, only here in America, because the the uh, you know it really is the throwback to the the old the good old days like Republicans want to like to re- refer to it or recall it as when everyone knew their place and the these um, you know like the electoral college are they're in it's in place to ensure that democracy doesn't break out that actual democracy doesn't break out and that there's you know that there's stop gaps to democracy and that's what it's about so they i mean this is what republicans are doing all over the country they're ensuring that if the people vote for one thing they that the republicans will have the final say they're disgusting. But this is part of them having no shame. They have no shame. Look at their standard bearer. Look at Carrie Lake. Look at George Santos. Look at them all. You know? Look at them all. I can't find this fucking thing I was looking at. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Let me see something here. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Thank you, Richard W., 
for your super chat. Another great show, Tar. <laughs> Tar, isn't that that movie with Kate Blanchett? Tar. I didn't see it. I heard it's. I heard it was kind of weird. Tar. And not worth the hype. Anyway, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, Iowa's plan. Here it. Here it is. GOP in Iowa. This is what I was wanted to point out. Fuck. I need a new computer. This is so annoying. So a group of Iowa Republicans are pushing legislation that would limit what the state's low-income residents are allowed to buy with their supplemental nutrition assistance program benefits, SNAP, food stamps. If it becomes law, Iowa's House File 3 would reduce the breadth of what is eligible to purchase under SNAP benefits, sometimes referred to as food stamps, okay, to a more limited array of options as defined under the list of supplemental foods in, this, in the Special Supplemental Nutritional Program for Women, Infants, and Children, known as WIC. The restrictions would include bans on white grains like white bread, pasta, and rice, as well as bans on using SNAP benefits to purchase certain starches like beans or cereals. Certain cheeses would also be banned, with restrictions on crumbled or sliced cheese. These fucking people are monsters. You understand? This is about dignity. And they hate poor people, like their Jesus told them to do, right? And isn't that something that Jesus told them to do? Hate the poor, vilify the stranger, right? You know, if a stranger wants to uh, welcome, you know, comes in and don't welcome them, build a wall. Oh God, when I, this is the Republican Jesus. Let's see. The proposal is so dehumanizing, says Jamie Castle, a former Democratic candidate for Congress and a former candidate for city council, tweeted in response to the Axios, blah, 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 blah. Okay, hold on. My sister is disabled from severe MS and needs, gets SNAP help. For Christmas, she asked for a bag of chocolate-covered almonds, and she had been craving this treat, but they weren't allowed. Give people dignity. Oh, you know, get maybe your sister should have not, you know, she should have pulled herself up by her bootstraps and not get multiple sclerosis. It's not about her, though. It's about us. Yeah, so we're reading this article about how Republicans hate poor people, but this is it is not about the people on on food stamps or SNAP. It's about us. You see, what 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 would it matter? Somebody gets a fucking bag of chocolate covered almonds. What do you give a shit? But you know. They always, Republicans are, um, 
you know, they, they, I really do wish they loved Jesus as much as they shove him down our throats. This fake, sick version of Jesus, I should say. I really do. Because what if we, because they're always um, pointing out, they, of course, they do it all the time. You know, there's where, whatever, um, there, wherever there's a human anything, there will be people taking advantage. There will be, um, you know, someone who gets more than they deserve or whatever the fuck. But I'm not worried about somebody getting $16 more in SNAP benefits that they don't deserve or someone getting some chocolate-covered fucking almonds. Who cares? Because, you know, this is what the Republicans, they want us to focus on this stuff. So we hate people lower on the ladder and we don't point our fingers where it belongs, uh, at the top. The real grifters, the real grifters like George Santos and pals who have Ponzi schemes and, you know, go, who are becoming trillionaires while the American people are slipping lower on the ladder. Right? So this, this is what we're supposed to all care about. And Republicans have been great at vilifying any form of public assistance because they don't they they don't like democracy. You understand? They don't like civilization. They don't like the general welfare. They hate everything about this country. If they had it up to them to to themselves, if it was up to the friggin' Republicans, they would officially change the national motto from E Pluribus Unum to "In God We Trust." You you better believe it. The founders left us with a national motto, E Pluribus Unum, even though they said, uh, what's, what are their speeches during the Kevin McCarthy sham show, the, 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 the lickspittle ugh, the pageant that went on for how many days? One of these filthy Republicans, I mean, he, did he misspeak? No. He got up there and he said, our national motto, e publius unum. E publius. Who the fuck is publius? Right? But that's because he he was probably reading it for the first time. And, of course, they never talk about it. So, e publius. E publius. And nobody's, you know, he just, uh, he tried to let it slip by. You know, he's like, because yeah. he didn't know what he was saying. That's what it was. He saw this word, e publi, pl, pl, it's e pluribus, e publius. But how many times have we seen, I know I've seen it a lot, it drives me up a wall, where Republicans will say, our national motto, in God we trust, they say that all the time. But this is how things change. This is how they get their, um, you know, their, 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 their revisionist history into the mainstream where people start thinking, oh, yeah, that's our national motto. Our national motto is, is this, this God we trust bullshit. Well, I wish, you know, but the thing is they want just God we don't trust because you can't trust government. You trust God. 
That's what they say. I even Trump, we have him on tape, right? They, this is one of their popular sayings. We don't believe in government. Or we don't. Yeah, is that how do they put it? Uh, oh no, they say we don't worship government. We worship God. Well, who the fuck worships government? Nobody. We don't worship government either. But we want it to function. We understand it is how we organize as a community into a civilized society that works for all and we understand or at least we try you know that's the that's the point that's what we're trying to do we don't worship it we want it to work it's like you know it's, i mean they're so stupid we don't worship what we worship God. We don't worship our TVs. We worship God. I mean, you can replace it with anything. We don't worship that either. We don't worship... Uh, who said we worship fucking God? You see, it's like they project. They don't want... I mean, you know, worship government. They don't want uh, the American people to think anything of government. That's why they like it with... George Santos in there and all the all the other clowns because they want people not to not to think anything of you know uh don't don't even don't go vote because you're it doesn't matter you'll you'll you're just voting for some grifter they're all grifters this is what I keep hearing too I and seeing on social media you know, that's, this is a popular refrain from the low information voter. They're, they, they take, and we, we know, you know, it's the Bertolt Brecht quote, you know, the worst illiterate is the political illiterate. And they puff up their chest and say, I don't pay, I don't believe in politics. I don't pay attention to politics. This is, this is what's happening here, you know? They say, oh, they're all crooks. Well, no, I mean, some, yeah. But show me the Democratic equivalent of George Santos, please. You can't. He would be gone. You know for a fact, if the Democrats had, had this slim majority, he would be gone. That's the thing. Because Democrats, I mean, as, as to my f utter frustration, too, they constantly model they, this, uh, you know, decent behavior for rep hoping the Republicans will, will follow suit. And, for example, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm sure you saw this is something that annoyed the hell out of me. And I was going to talk about this, but because I couldn't do a show yesterday. Uh, Lauren Boebert and Marjorie uh, Perjury Trader Green got into a tiff in the ladies' room, apparently. Where, because this is who they are, you understand? They're fucking children. So, um, representatives Lauren Boebert and Perjury Trader Green reportedly feuded in the restroom. Shit. Shit. Stupid ad started playing. Hold on. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, the Republican congresswomen were on the opposite sides of the GOP fight over the speakership. Mrs. Green steadfastly supported Kevin McCarthy, who ultimately won the gavel, while Boebert opposed him. 
Multiple sources told the Daily Beast that on, on the 3rd of January, the first day of the new Congress, Ms. Green and Ms. Bobert engaged in a screaming match in the ladies' room. Now, this is something that we, since the Republicans have come, of, come out of this MAGA, maggot cesspool, the more maggots we get in the halls of power, the more screaming matches there are. You, you, did you notice that? I'm just going to Google this for a second. Let's see. Repo let me see. Congress screaming match. <laughs> Let's see. Here we go. Here's another one. It's it's usually Perjury Trader Green is involved in a lot of them. Perjury Trader Green, this is from, from 2021, starts screaming match with Democrats over abortion rights. Killing a baby up until birth is a lack of civility. It's called murder, you dumb bitch. Nobody. Okay, you know how stupid they are. People don't do that. They, they, Republicans understand that. The, see, here's the thing. Uh, just an aside, as far as abortion, and we'll get to it too because of uh, Republicans rallying to kill more women in back alleys today. But the, the, f the fact that normal people do not want to put a cap on when a, uh, when and if a woman has to, has the choice to bring a pregnancy to term is because if you, the late term abortions usually involve some kind of catastrophe that has to do with the woman's life or the the yeah something that you know is not foreseen i know people personally that had to go through this and it is devastating hold on but um, for Republicans to put a cap on that, you there they go again, stick, sticking their filthy, fascist, America-loathing, women-hating noses into people's private medical decisions, into someone's freedom. Right? So leave it. That's why we say leave it up to the woman, her doctor, and. Back off, bitch. Back off, perjury trader green. Yeah, so Googling um, Congress screaming match. Let's see. Yeah, screaming match on the Capitol steps. Oh, here we go. Another one. Trump McCarthy screaming match. It's always Republicans because they, they're infants. Scream! Oh, Fox News hosts have a screaming match. Hmm, that's interesting. Oh, another one, Perjury Trader Green in a shouting match. Let's see, shouting match erupts in Congress. <laughs> it's incredible. Let me go back a few, let's go a few pages. 
Oh, look at this. You're a joke. Green clashes with Cheney and Raskin on the house floor. Screaming matches. And this is who they are. They are uh, infants or emotionally stunted adolescents. That's was, that's probably really uh, as high as their emotional maturity goes. Let's see. Oh, look at this. Who's this? 1995. Dispute over Medicare hearing explodes into a shouting match. Look at that. Hmm. What began as a move by Republicans to postpone a Medicare hearing ended in an angry shouting match with a Democrat branding Republicans as fascists. Look at that. For f refusing to allow debate. You're a bunch of dictators. That's all you are, said Representative Sam Gibbons as he stormed out red-faced from a meeting. I had to fight you guys 50 years ago, Gibbons said, who fought the Nazis in World War II. Huh. Look at that. See? I told you. I told you. Outside the room, surrounded by other lawmakers, nervous police and reporters, Gibbons squared off verbally with representatives Jim Nussel of Iowa and Bill Thomas of Bakersfield. What angered Gibbons was a decision by the House Republicans to post a, postpone a hearing originally set as uh, for today as their as yet unveiled plan to pull uh, $270 billion in deficit savings from Medicare over the next seven years. Democrats wanted several weeks of hearings. This is, um, this is in 1995. Huh. Well, just want to take that trip down memory lane quickly. When we're uh, taking a trip down memory lane, uh, let's talking about screaming matches all right well anyway let's get back to the current screaming match what happened and we'll go back you know, you know how it is with terror buster come on there's a fucking ad playing so from the daily beast when kevin mccarthy okay so blah 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 we got to that point Bobert, they're talking about Bobert and Green are on opposite sides of the speakers, the the weaker speakers election. Green Bo questioned Bobert's loyalty because that's all that matters. Loyalty is is replaced. Re loyalty replaces expertise in the Republican Party. So. Getting back to the argument, Green questioned Bobert's loyalty to McCarthy, and after a few words were exchanged, Bobert stormed out. According to another source in the bathroom, Green asked Bobert, you were okay taking millions of dollars from McCarthy, but you refused to vote for him for speaker? Lauren? The first source said, source said Green was in a stall and upon coming out confronted Bobert about taking money and then turning on McCarthy. The Colorado Republican was allegedly unaware that Green was also in the bathroom. That's when Lauren said, don't be ugly. The first source said, but, in, uh, but then she ran out like a schoolgirl. 
asked about the dust-up in the Capitol, Bobert simply said, See you later. Bye. And then Green didn't return the request for comment. At least one other member is alleged to have witnessed the exchange. Repre this is what annoys me. Okay, we'll get to it. Representative Debbie Dingle. But over the course of three interviews with three different Daily Beast reporters, Dingle would not say what she saw. What happens in the ladies' room stays in the ladies' room, Dingle said. So... Okay, the reason that annoys me is because what the fuck is wrong with you Democrats? What happens in the ladies' room stays in the ladies' room. First of all, there's a way to, to, to do this. If a, if a reporter comes to you, Debbie, because here's the thing. The, the freaking Republican, you think that if two Democrats were fighting in the bathroom, which would not happen because they're not... Uh, emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies. But, you know, and they know how to contain themselves in public. You act like a like an adult because you're in the halls of Congress. This isn't the fucking high school lunchroom, right? But they, the Republicans, they can't help it because they are sick through and through to, to their DNA. They have no business being in Congress, not at all. So if they ask Dingle, no, if they ask a Republican, if two Democrats, let's just, you know, fantasy here, right? We're fighting in the bathroom. Do you think uh, uh, if Lauren Bann from the bowling alley Bobert or Perjury Trader Green was there at the same time that they wouldn't open their, their lie holes and make political whatever out of it and exploit it? on their fascist propaganda outlets. Of course they would, because they can't contain themselves. They're not adults, and that's how they play. But Debbie Dingle, what happens in the ladies' room stays in the ladies' you don't, you don't, You know, because that really annoyed me. Again, because there you go, it, the, the Democrats trying to model good behavior, that's not going to be returned. This is, this, we're not in that era anymore. It's, um, you know, fight these fascists with every ounce of your being unapologetically. You're not helping. They did it to themselves. If you happen to witness it, shame on them for not b being mature and adult enough to take their arguments somewhere private and hash it out there. That's why Republicans look like morons when they elected the speaker, and this is why Republicans don't want to have a roaming C-SPAN camera on the floor, because they look like what they are, immature, stupid, incapable of leading, incapable of adulting, or adulting, however you say. So uh, uh, what, what if Debbie Dingle didn't have to say what they what she said or what they said to each other all she had to say was um i you know what happens in the ladies room stays in the ladies room but all i could tell you was i had to pinch myself for a second i thought i was back in the high in my high school lunch room yeah something like that make a uh, a comment how these clowns have no 
they have no business being in the halls of power. They can't contain themselves. They are immature. They disgrace the House of Representatives because they don't know how to behave. They're jokes. They, they disgrace the entire institution. That's all she had to say, or, or even say that. What a disgrace to the institute. How unfortunate these grown women have to behave like that in public, in the House of Representatives, in public, where they, they couldn't, they didn't have the maturity to take their argument behind closed doors and hash it out like grown-ups. They can't control themselves. It's another example of how Republicans have no business being in the Congress. That's what you do, Debbie. That's what you say. You don't say what happens in the ladies' room stays in the ladies' room because that makes them seem charming somehow. It's just the normal way to behave. You're not talking about uh, somebody got their period. You know, and they needed, uh, you know, a tampon. Give me a break. Debbie, I'm so sick of Democrats. This is what I'm talking about. It's like watching the friggin' Nazis goose step all over this place. And then as they sully the place and stain it with their filth, their fascism, and their immaturity... And the Democrats are running cover for them. Why are you covering it up? (laughs) What happens in the ladies' room stays in the ladies' room. How dare you? They did it to themselves. If they can't contain themselves in front of you, shame on them. So you got to, like, give them a pass? Jesus Christ. Right? Am I wrong here? I don't think so. I think that these people, you know, Democrats don't know how to fight. They think, well, and what is that going to do? Now, first of all, you're, you're not gonna, it, it will not, there will not be an opportunity to return the favor because I'm sure Debbie Dingle will not be arguing like a, uh, like a mean girl from high school in, uh, in the friggin' public congressional ladies room get the frig out of here with this so it's not like she's going to i mean this is the same uh, unfit bitch lauren banned from the bowling alley bobert who went on went to her her uh, the her town that she pretends to represent and mocked ilan omar who was doing nothing, saying, oh, and, and well, she, of course, she used her. I'm sure this never even happened, saying, oh, uh, Elon was running for the elevator or the escalator, whatever the fuck. No, she was running for the elevator. And, and, I, and then I was like, woo, she doesn't have a backpack. So I guess we're safe. Ha, 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 ha. You, mm, you moron. You terrible, terrible, horrible person. That's all they're good for. They're all auditioning 
for the the fascist propaganda outlets wherever wherever they will be right so if they can't control themselves why are you hiding why are you allowing it them to to act like assholes i i know there's no other way that they act of course but why are you enabling it why are you covering them up Anyway, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, missed opportunity again. And it's not like, it's not a make or break moment. We all know there are a bunch of clowns, but this is what I mean. Get out of that mindset, Democrats, of being, well, well, everybody be nice now. What happens in the ladies' room? No. What happens in the ladies' room, unfortunately, what happens in the ladies' room is happening in the world, is happening in, uh, in uh, you know, in the voting booth, is happening all over the country with a bunch of fucking domestic terrorists running around acting like morons with no ability to function in a free democratic society. It's not just happening in the ladies' room. It's happening everywhere. Because this is the kind of country Republicans have fostered. That you don't just have a disagreement. Oh, the Democrats, they're not just somebody, they're not just a party that wants, uh, you know, health care. They're trying to groom your kids. They want everybody to, whatever, I don't know, drink a drinaclom. Fucking unreal. Shoot the shoot low. So you you get them, right? Uh, if you don't win, then it's rigs and you go out and commit violence. Make sure you shoot low though. This is what we're talking about. This this is the clown show. If only they were just clowns. There's like a clown from your nightmares. That's what they are. Yeah, that's why everybody's afraid of clowns. You wake up screaming, you see a friggin' clown. This is what we're talking about. The friggin' the nightmare clown show. Right? That's what it's like. Because they're bringing all this violence, death, division, hatred all over this this country and the world. Inspire. What do they inspire? You know, they inspire... Um, uh, uprisings in other countries. They inspire dictators to use the fake news bullshit and the stolen election bullshit. That's all they do. You know, forget uh, America used to be so tedious listening to making the world safe for democracy bullshit. We're not doing that. Of course, we never did it then, but, you know, we're, we're not doing it. The, the, what are they exporting? They're exporting autocracy. They're exporting the the recipe for autocracy. It's disgusting. When you think about the 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 people who died for this country. That's what that is really what offends me. All the uh, all the people, you know, you talk about uh the the World War II veterans like uh, in we in the article we read a bit of from 1995 saying yeah, the this is the, you're like the fascists I fought in World War II 
And they are. And they effing are. And some of them are openly embracing it. It's And now <laughs> people who go and speak at their events are on committees in Congress. Oversight committee. Perjury trader green. But you see what I'm saying? What What is this shit? It's part of... And it's part of normalizing this 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 nightmarish clown show. And it ha- I mean, it happens all the time on corporate media. We see a y- yet again Steve Kornacki at the big board. Well, in two because they're already I'm already stressing out. Two years they say, oh, it's going to be a tough map. For Democrats in two years, here comes this fucking drumbeat. In two years, is going to be a tough map because of this, and then Republicans got to defend that, and and then you got the Democrats got to defend in this. It's like, shut the fuck up. Use this time. I mean, wouldn't it be more productive to use the time on the corporate media? Of course, this, you know, this is me dreaming, of course, to, to do some stories about how how the the domestic terrorism is. Uh, yeah, oh, I don't know. Anything, something. How we have goddamn traitors running around the halls of Congress. How they inspire other traitors, like these three, was it three or four Marines they just arrested from January 6th? Well, it's about damn time. Three active duty Marines participating in an a- in a coup. Now, it's two f- years. Two years. Are you kidding me? One was waiting for Civil War too. Please. Why are they arrested now? Why were they allowed to roam free for two years, these, these Marines, active duty Marines? Including one who was eager for a second Civil War, were arrested and charged this week for participating in the riot at the Capitol. Riot? It was an insurrection. It's a domestic terrorist event. They hold military intelligence positions and have been charged with knowingly entering a restricted building, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or picketing inside the Capitol, where the FBI spent about 52 minutes and other rioters attempting to block, blah, 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 blah. Okay. The FBI said that Coomer, stationed at San Diego's Camp Pendleton, posted photos to Instagram showing him him inside the Capitol with the caption saying, glad to be a part of history. And, of course, he spelled a part. Because they always have to spell something wrong. A search warrant also... I mean, did he... uh, When did he post these photos? Two years ago? What the... A search warrant also turned up direct messages he exchanged on the platform saying, everything in this country is corrupt. 
We honestly need a fresh restart. I'm waiting for the boogaloo, which is, of course, a bunch of racist, uh, you know, scum. The Boogaloo Movement is a loosely structured and violent far-right group that espouses anti-government beliefs and promotes white supremacy. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The footage showed Comer inside the Capitol with Helanen and Abate. At one point, they gathered outside to put a Make America Great Again hat on a statue and pose with it. Helanen, stationed at North Carolina's Camp Lejeune, was also seen in footage carrying a yellow Don't Tread on Me flag. Which is a shame. The Republicans, they ruined that flag. I used to like that flag years ago before they turned it into a symbol of their stupidity. The FBI documents says, say that Abate, stationed at Fort Meade, confirmed in interviews that he entered the capitals with two buddies. He also admitted he heard how the event was being portrayed negatively and decided that he should not tell anybody about going to the capitol. A total of nine other service members have been arrested for their roles in the riot. Military.com reported the outlet also noted that 118 of the 940 or about 12% of the people charged with the crimes related to the riot have some kind of military background. Well, these people need to be, um, you know, put into Leavenworth and uh, obviously stripped of all the... Because when you're in the military, you're under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. I would think that insurrection against the country that you took an oath well, whose constitution you took an oath to um, would be a pretty serious crime. But why, why were they walking around for two years? He had it on his Instagram page. This is another thing. This is what I'm saying. Right? These people. You don't... I mean, it's so... It reminds me so much of that of Nazi Germany. This is why it's so di distressing how the responses to the the Nazis rise to power were every offense that the Nazis took part in all of their uh, you know intimidation there it was all met with you know not a very weak response and this is why they were able to eventually eventually destroy democracy in um, in Germany uh, to the sound of cheers. Absolutely. It totally reminds me of it. And uh, it's incredibly frustrating and scary. It is, it's frightening to think that, uh, you know, uh, the corporate media, uh, the members of the Justice Department, people who are who have the power to to do something to bring the hammer down on these people, are not. They're not doing it. Merrick the meek, give me a break.
And then, you know, of all the the ridiculousness, I wish it were just a clown show. It's a nightmare clown show. But all of them, yeah, the election denial, the coup, the the coup plotting, the peop I mean, just the stupidity, the insanity. Like Roger Stone, who who was Roger Stone in? Didn't he hold an official um, position in Trump's administration? Let me see. Stone Trump. I mean, I know who Roger Stone is, but uh, did he hold an official position? He was a political consultant. Of course, he was, let's see, um, blah, 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 Trump. Over the course of the, tr let me see, a longtime friend of Trump. He's been variously described as a f infighter, a seasoned practitioner of hard-edged politics. Blah, 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 blah. He's a political consultant to the Trump campaign. Mm -mm. He was charged with felony counts of witness tampering, obstructing an official proceeding, making false statements to Congress. But of course, um, he was he was sentenced to forty months in prison, but um, he received a pardon from the con man, who received fewer votes. Um, the reason I'm bringing him up is because he just tweeted so, uh, some more insanity about the death of, um, what's his name? Come on, come on. Crosby? Ben, what's his name? Crosby? I don't know. I'm not a big music person. As obviously, David Crosby knew the truth. He writes on Twitter. This is Roger Stone. These are people who have been in the halls of power. You know, David Crosby knew the truth about the Kennedy assassination. Perhaps that's why he was now turned. He now <laughs> wait, wait. Perhaps that is why he has now turned up dead. No, and he, I mean, he was in his eighties, and he had a he was battling a long illness. But you see, this is a a, a Republican. Everything's a conspiracy. Everything is crazy. They're all out to get you. He knew the truth, so they had to silence him. They waited 80-something years to do it, though. Okay. These people. Incredible. But anyway, they're disgusting. And like I said, if only... Yeah, if only they were clowns. Lovable clowns. Are there any lovable clowns? No, they're, they're terrifying clowns. They're the stuff of nightmares. They're the stuff that would make, that wakes you up screaming in the middle of the night. And, okay, let me, I see the time. Let me see here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
they're vile. Okay, um, let me do some George Santos before we lose our progressive voices, people. And if you're on other platforms, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster to hang out with the greatest Americans in American history. And yeah, I think I set up a membership on YouTube. I don't know if it's how I got to look, look into it. I don't know how you would become a member. <laughs> there must be, maybe there's something on the page. Maybe I have to do something to make it. Cause if you don't want to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, you could always become a member and help the show keep going and growing, blah, blah, blah. All right, so George Santos is a um, the gift that keeps on giving. And, yeah, well, he is the Republican Party. He, every, whenever uh, the Republicans, you know, they're going after Hunter Biden, they're going after uh, President Biden for classified documents, mishandling or whatever. Whatever the question is, the answer has to be George Santos. That's what Democrats got to do. Hold on. We'll be right back. And I, I the guy, so George Santos is not that old. He's in his 30s. It's hard to believe how much how much how much criminal activity he's <laughs> he's engaged in in th the that short time on the planet i don't you know i you guys know that i'm in recovery um so you know i had some desperate days out there i never passed a bad check i never robbed from my family's uh, employer to to pass a you know uh, stole their checkbook or anything like that. I never I never stole from roommates, friends. I'm not saying I'm the greatest person on earth, of course, but I'm just saying, in my desperation, in the middle, you know, when you're in active addiction, you don't want to know what goes on in your mind in the middle of the night. It's it's a nightmare. Not as bad, I guess, as the nightmare of the GOP clown show. I don't know. It's its own personal, special kind of nightmare. Just different. Terrible. But I'm very fortunate, of course. One day at a time. But, yeah. Um, but George Santos, who... His addiction is being a grifter. He is a sociopath. Well, I guess that's why I didn't do that. Maybe I'm not a sociopath. Sometimes I wish I had a little bit of it, a sociopath in me, because I wouldn't be, maybe I wouldn't care as much, <laughs> you know? But obviously George Santos is a, is a, well, uh, the veteran who, whose dog George Santos killed calls him a psychopath. And he's right. I'm sure he's right. So where is it? Because it's, it's hard to believe how many lies this guy's told. Here's the veteran. So if, for those of you who haven't heard, 
George Santos had this fake charity that was never registered. He called it Friends, Friends, Friends of Pets. And it was a ruse. In fact, it was it's a scam. It was a scam to to pull people's heartstrings so they would donate to save animals and he would he absconded with the money. And so much of a scam that George Santos was kicked off of GoFundMe. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you know, everywhere. But everybody's lying now. George denies that he he killed this dog, but who are you gonna believe? The veteran, you know, who seems like he's got a a decent heart. He's not a sociopath, um, or the con man who lied uh, about his entire history, who not only would sell his own mother, but did. He sold his own mother's death to try to uh, give himself some kind of, I don't know, sympathy cred? What, th this is how sick he is. And Republicans, they are fucking sick. How many times do I got to say this? It's insane. I said, every single Republican, there's something wrong with them. Give me 10 minutes with them, and if, they are, if, they're, if they're truthful, I'll get to the bottom of it. Hold on. My stupid button keeps clicking on everything. Here we go. Hopefully it'll change when I get a real computer. I almost threw up. I was so livid that I realized that this guy is now a serving congressman. This he is doesn't the veteran. deserve that job. It's this is the veteran who George Santos stole from. So the guy was, he served this country, and he was struggling. His dog, his service dog, got, got, um, got sick and needed an operation. And the dog would have lived if the dog had the operation. And he was referred to, the veteran was referred by a vet, unfortunately, to the Friends of Pets charity. And, yeah. It's horrendous that he could lie and steal and cheat his way through life. And now he's somebody that we are supposed to trust. Right. It's, it's just disgusting. It is. It's horrible. He should be ashamed of himself, but he doesn't have shame. He has, he's a psychopath. Yes, he is. He is a psychopath. And, you know, I thought when I was watching that interview and I've seen the veteran on other other interviews, he should run for George Santos's seat. He should. He'll win. In a, he would totally win. But anyway, so um, any Democrat is going to win that seat. And that's why re Republicans who are shameless, they're not going to let go of him. So George Santos killed that veteran's dog he just absconded with the money and uh because that's all that matters and then he he blocked them when they tried to they tried to get in contact with him and he you know he blocked their numbers he wouldn't respond he's a he's a dirtbag he's a filthy disgusting dirtbag and but he says that they, uh, you know, it's it's unbelievable or whatever. He's denying that he killed the dog, but 
you know, like I said, who are you going to believe? The veteran? Or are you going to believe George Santos? Now, George Santos is a very sick dirtbag. Now, if this were World War II and we were in the concentration camps, he would be, you know, sidling up. He would be the Sonder Commandos, you know, who uh, he would definitely be someone who reported his fellow uh, undesirables, right? Because he really does hate, he hates himself. He would, he, he, sells he sells out his entire gay community he says he's in the gay community right but the more will be revealed i'm not i don't know is he married to a man he for some uh, there were some tweets where he was saying my, my fiance and i had to flee our house with our four dogs first of all the other thing is everything because he's such a filthy liar um, no one's questioned this. It seems like a, a minor fib, but all the pictures I've seen of George Santos, he doesn't have four dogs. He has two dogs. Two. I see him with two dogs. Not four, but you see, he can't help himself. He He's a liar. And when he was running for the this seat that he's in now, um... He he you know there there that's why there's a lot of um he did a lot he did the rounds on different radio shows where he's so full of shit but he he proves everything I say correct and first of all the, one of the things I say is that all the Republicans hate themselves that they're the especially the gay Republican I don't understand how. You could be gay and a Republican, but they, there has to be some level of self-loathing. And th- here, here's, here's George Santos on a radio show talking about, um, you know, gays. Well, look at it this way, John. The family unit's been under attack for decades. Dad. Yeah. Look, in, 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 in different ways, right? In, in, in different ways. The, the flavor of the decade is... Um, same-sex couples. Oh, that's so okay. It's, uh, so, look, it's uh, unreal. Teach your own. I don't have anything against that, but they're teaching in school kids, you know, that, you know, you don't need a mommy and a daddy. You can have two mommies. You can have two daddies. Uh, I think that's a little much for kids, right? It's and not, it's, it's not their place. And that's, that's an attack on the family unit in the sense where they're just making this. excuses and reasoning to explain to kids why there's only one mommy. Or why there's only daddy, you know, and there's no other person. That it's okay to be like that. That that's your unique type family. I I want to go back in time and think why yeah, you would do. it be bad they for all go minorities back in, in general, and that includes me, right? But why would it be bad for us to have a mom, a dad what the in the fuck? same household, your little brothers and sisters, you know? And then I keep I keep thinking. Because then that that creates stability, and stability raises good individuals who can who are independent thinkers. Yes, and you have instability in the family wow. unit. You reap havoc. One parent can't parent two kids as well. Wow, guys, the pathology is deep with this freak show, Republican Party. This is Tara Devlin. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. We will win. 
Support Terrorbuster sponsors like APS Radio News. Become a member on YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Terrorbuster. We stick together. We win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. That's the truth. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Isn't it incredible? Okay, we're back. Listening to the self-loathing Republican. It's incredible to me. How much do you have to hate yourself? But there you go. You have to hate yourself if you're you're a gay Republican. But George Santos would, as we say, would sell his own mother and does. He sells everyone down the river to this death cult of the of the Republican Party, giving that, and that's why people like uh, you know we say how can uh, someone with darker pigment be a Republican? It's the same thing. You have you act like they will accept you in the Republican Party if you are a member of a targeted minority group, as long as you are even more loathsome than the average Republican male, or uh, just Repub- not just male, but Republican in general. So it's, and here's the case in point. Here is exhibit Z-1000. They, if George Santos was on the show defending the humanity, the decency the dignity of everyone who happened to be LGBT or Q, whatever, he would it would be unacceptable to the uh, rugged individuals in the Republican Party. It's insane, though. He knows what he's doing. He knows his audience. So here, let's continue. Two parents, and there's always that feminine touch to boys from the mother and that masculine touch to boys from the father, same thing goes for the daughters, and it creates equilibrium and balance. Equilibrium. Yes. The scales are tipped, and there's nobody left there, and you have just one-sided, you start creating troubled individuals. Troubled individuals are easier to manipulate, and indoctrinate, and they buy pretty much anything and drink any Kool-Aid you give them. So that's why. Destroying the family unit has, has given uh, the ability to eliminate any demand. We'll give you more money if you have no father. Wow. Each child will be worth more you money will. if you have no father in, in the house. So that's the problem. Yeah. That's where yeah. we stand. Yeah. That's where we stand. Look at his face. It's kind of punchable. That's where we stand. Self-loathing. And, you know, Republican, just like the darker pigment... Cons act as human shields for Republican bigotry. Here's George Santos, the human shield for Republican homophobia. Right? They, they, he, I mean, he's purposely, he likes it. Let me be the human shield. Give me money and power. But there you go. You have no decency. You have no dignity. 
the lies just keep on coming too. And it proves me right. Here's another one that he, another lie came out where he was complaining that, um, Democrats that he will, he'll never, he never gets discriminated, um, against by Republicans. We know how warm and welcoming Republicans are, right? Um, but he never gets discriminated. It's always, it's always the Democrats discriminating against him, which we know is nothing but bullshit, but come on, where's my e-cam? Come on, e-cam. Work with me, e-cam. I can't find it. Oh, here we go. I think that the Democrats have been very successful for many, many years at pushing forward that Republicans are racist, white supremacists, they, they're not inclusive, they don't care. Look, as I have suffered discrimination from Democrats my entire life, Bullshit. but I've never been discriminated by a Republican. And that is a true hard fact. That's a cold statement. I have never, ever been in a position where Isn't I've suffered any kind of discrimination in, 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 in Republican circles. But it happens constantly in Democrat circles, whether it's my ethnicity, That's whether Democrats. it's my orientation, whether it's my political op opinions and views. I mean, to the point we've been I've been ostracized from every single possible social circle. I was a guy who used to go to the Met Gala. I'm not invited back. Bullshit. I you see this? Th this is another example of what I say, because Republicans, they so long to be in these elite circles, you know, that that's why they're like, oh, you elites. I hate the elites that I hate the, uh, you know, the universities and, or the, the, the one, you know, I mean, it's like all the liberals that they wish they could be accepted by the Hollywood liberals and, you know, all of the, 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 all that thinking that goes on in universities. And I wish they, they just wish they could be accepted, but they are inadequate they lack not just the ability to to uh, swim in those circles. They lack the uh, you know the the worth the work ethic. It's much easier to lie. You see, it's so much harder to actually be a champion volleyball player than it is to proclaim yourself a volleyball, a champion volleyball player and get all that glory and have everybody say, wow, you're great, right? So here, here, let's continue. He says he was, um, he used to go to the Met Gala, which is such easily verified bullshit. Not only did, did did he say that he used to go to the Met Gala, um, he also would go and pick out, he, he was curating museums and shit like that. I used to be a guy that would commission parts of, of, of art in museums in New York City. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. They won't let me go back in the building. If, they if won't let me go back in the building. What, had, what did you do? Did you take a shit in the halls like they did in the halls of the Capitol? Yeah, I know Republicans have a problem with that. They don't know, you know, go into the public toilet. Don't go, on, don't pee and poop in the halls. They won't let me back in the building because you're, you're a fascist. 
I highly doubt that. You're not that important. Nobody, unless you tried to do something. I mean, did you try to steal some of the artwork? What did you do? Everyone's picking on them. You see how Republicans are? Everyone picks on them. We, If we only allowed them to get away with being filth, spreading their lies, spreading their, their diseased you know, thinking, their diseased minds, without ever questioning them, then they would, they would be, I mean, I, well, I was going to say they'd be fine, but no, they wouldn't be because they'd find something else to whine about. They're always whining. Everyone's always picking on them. Professional victims. That's a, it's a, it's a state for them. They can't help it. Sort of like they can't help being upset as the, as people evolve, as society evolves because they can't keep up. They don't, and they also, because they're such cowards and they don't like, you know, it's like they, they don't like feeling uncomfortable because they are, they're snowflakes. So they, if they're challenged to evolve, learn something about other people, you know, under, learn to look at the world through somebody else's eyes. That's the point of education, Right which is why Republicans hate it. So, but it, when you do that, you might, it might make you feel a little uncomfortable. You might think, wow, uh, you get a different perspective on history or just uh, the politics in general and how you, not everybody has the same experience, especially American experience. If you challenge them to evolve in any way, they go they go nuts. Like little babies, they poop their diapers, and then you know they dig their heels in and poop their diapers, and then they blame everybody else for the stench. What's that stench? Oh, that's you. That's liberals did that. No, honey, that's you. You just pooped your diapers and you stink. And now we all got to smell it. That's what it's like living with these this filth. They're like, um, no, no, I won't. I won't ever change. Don't expect you to. Don't worry, Republicans. No one expects you to pull a hair for this country. We wouldn't expect you to. That would be too much. That would be too much e pluribusunum, too much freedom. Too much, you know, pledging your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other. We, won't, we don't expect you to participate in that. You know, the least you could do is shut your, your lion traps and sit down and let the adults do what we got to do to make a more perfect union. Oh, and oh, what is that? Uh, gulags? No, honey. We, uh, you know, we think about things like um, how can we expand the the franchise for all? How, how, what, you know, like for example, the Voting Rights Act that the that the filthy fascists threw out when John Roberts said that racism was over, 
And in the, the Democrats tried to fix that through legislation. And one of the provisions in the John Lewis Voting Rights Act was that there, there would be no more gerrymandering. And that's something that the Republicans can't handle. They hate that. How can they win? They will never be able to win if they can't cheat. Well, this Repu- this Republican Party, maybe they they would be able to win if they ran normal candidates who happen to be conservative. But but pro democracy, not pro coup, not pro cuckoo. But you see, I mean, George Santos is. He is the the poster child for everything I've talked about. He is he's the the prime example of how of that proves me right. I hate to say it, but you know it really is true because they hate themselves, they hate America, and they so wish it's part it's like the sour grapes you know the story of the oh i I don't want them they were sour anyway that's the way they they view liberals they so want to be like normal people who can function in a free democratic society they so wish they could get they could they could hang out in those circles that they could go, you know, toe to toe at a at a party with all the elites, where they could, you know, every where they have everybody enthralled with their that regale them with all their stories and whatnot, and or the latest books and whatnot. But they they can't because all of that takes takes effort, right? But it's so much easier for them like for George Santos to just say, I am no longer invited to the Met Gala. You know, the Met Gala, you know, to, a, a ticket to the Met Gala is like $30,000. And you only get invited to the Met Gala if, you're, if you're, you have a name and you have to be personally invited. So it's kind of, for the elites. I doubt George Santos, who is a grifter, who didn't pay his rent, who was being hounded by, uh, well, he has two evictions on his resume uh, and on top of everything else, on all, all of his other crimes. I doubt that he could scrape together $30,000 for a ticket to the Met Gala. And there would be a picture because they take your picture. Everybody gets their picture taken going in. You know, they have all those kooky dresses and whatnot. Maybe he would go show up as, could, could, what was his name? Katara Rivachi. I, if I tried. So th- these are things that I used to like doing, but you know, whatever. The New York City Gay Pride said that I was not welcome to join. Ooh, so, get you know, the fuck out of here. But, you know, it- New York City Gay Pride said, you, George Santos, are not welcome. Why? Were you the who? You were the Grand Marshal? Who were you? You're some rando on the street? We don't want you coming to the Gay Pride Parade. It's a public event. 
New York City gay pride said I wasn't welcome. You weren't welcome on to walk down Fifth Avenue? I don't think that's possible. It's, it's incredible. Incredible. And of course, this radio show, the person says nothing. There's no follow-up question. That's why, you know, you saw, you probably saw the clip of Chuck Todd going going at it with Ron Johnson, and it was quite a breath of fresh air to see him push back on Republican lies, but it's getting a lot of play on social media because it's so rare. Oops, I almost dropped my computer. It, it's nice to have the option and to know that I'm not welcome. It's just a really big uh, um, uh, point. It, oh it's like the last God. nail in the coffin. The last nail in the coffin, if only. I wish. I wish. Literally, it was the last nail in the coffin. But alas. Ooh, but anyway, you know, I've been to the gay pride parade many times. It, there's no, no one at the door checking your ID. I'm not welcome at the gay pride parade. You're not welcome to walk down Fifth Avenue. If the, if you've gotten to that point, George or Anthony or Katara, whatever the hell your name is, um, you need to look at yourself. But he's certainly in the right party, that's for sure. And I mean, uh, right, quote unquote, scare quote party. It's it's an, it's just incredible, incredible. But not unexpected. I wonder, you know, um, let's remember this time, though. Because when we talk about it all, all the time, when you think they've hit bottom, the trap door opens, and then you're, you're flying down. Uh, you know, it looks like you're going into hyperspace, down into the Dante's 15th circle of hell. So... What do you think is going to be next? All right? What are they going to do next? What shit are we going to have to put up with next with these filthy fascists? I don't want to know. It's That's why it's like a clown show from hell. You know, that's why clowns are so scary. It's terrifying because you, you know, you think you're you're in Dante's fifteenth circle of hell, and then there goes the trap door. Who's gonna? Who will top George Santos? I, I mean, look at this clown show that we have to deal with. Perjury Trader Green, banned from the bowling alley, Bolbert, Paul Gosar, and you know. Um, just an aside, too, thinking about the Republicans, Byron Donalds, uh, I thought he was supposed to be such a great leader. Where's Byron Donalds? Byron Donalds not on any committee. Uh, he's not the leader of any committee. And the other thing with speaking of Byron Donalds, um, Byron Donalds went on Fox News and he was asked about George Santos. Let's see. Byron Donalds. George Santos. 
And they asked, um, oh, here it is. Let's see. I'll, sh I'll play it off the screen. We'll do it live. Doubt about it. But again, if he... You have not joined some of your Republican colleagues and, of course, most Democrats that we've heard from who are calling for George Santos to resign. Do you think that he can serve effectively? Uh, I think it's going to be difficult, no doubt about it. But again, if he has the wherewithal to deal with, you know, these things that have been caused by him and, and, and other things and still do his job, that yet that still remains to be seen. About the growing list of people calling for resignation, no, I have not joined that simply because I don't think that that's the job of another member of Congress to say or, or, or call for. I think that's something between him and his voters. He has to deal with that on an individual basis. First of all, well, I will say that you called for President Biden to resign and 84 million people voted for him. Congressman Byron Donalds, thank you so much. There you go. And Anytime. the other thing is, you know, this is the guy they, they put up to be Speaker of the House because he has darker pigment. We know it. Um, Ted Lieu reminds Byron Donalds that the Constitution gives members of Congress the power to remove another member with a two-thirds vote. So it is absolutely part of your job to determine if a member is fit for office. Right? You say? No, I don't think that's part of my job, he says. Yes, it is part of your job. It's right there. It is literally in the job description, Byron. Incredible, incredible. Well, where did we begin? There's so I, I, I wanted to talk about. Let's see. I don't think I have enough time though. How Republicans? Well, I, I mean, we were talking about it. This is what happens. It goes by so fast. So if you if you can support the show at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin or become a member of the channel, it will help. And maybe we can get the show going and growing to a daily show. So I might, because I was going to talk about, um, you know, DeSantis, but now it's, we're headed towards the end of the show. Because DeSantis is waging an all-out war on education, including black history. He says it's not, uh, there's no educational purpose to teaching black history, AP black history. It's incredible. But no, no, they're not racist. They're not racist at all. And the only reason that, that night, that the, people with darker pigment vote democratic um about a 90 percent at uh, is because the democrats give free stuff that's the republican that's the republican uh, excuse they say oh well the democrats give people with darker pigment free stuff and that's why um they vote against their own better interest it's the soft bigotry of low expectations, they'll say. But um, it's not it's not that, of course. The, the Republicans are just rehashing the same old racist trope that purports, and that, that they used to 
uh, roll out during the time of slavery, where they say, well, you need to teach the dignity of work and thank God that um, there that people with darker pigment are enslaved because otherwise they would just be lo- lounging around in the social, well, in a hammock, some form of hammock. That's who they are. Okay, so one last thing. I know it's we're wrapping up real quickly. We have about 12 minutes. The, okay, we talked about how Republicans hate uh, poor people. I wish that they hated poverty like they hate poor people, just like their Jesus told them to hate, right? And the other thing, um, so now the republic today republicans i'm sure not all republicans but right wingers of some form were um gathering in washington dc to celebrate sending women to die in back alleys they they they're dancing they love it they love but they but they're saying that um it's only begun you know, it's not the end of Roe is just the beginning. And we know that already because they want to ban abortion all over the, uh, from sea to shining sea. And I'm telling you, the re- I'm talking about this again, as always, because it drives me up a freaking wall. So all day I keep hearing on the corporate media how um, these right to so to life the so-called right to life assholes are rallying in DC, but, and then they do the, the opposite side. Then they had some normal people on and pro-choice pro-life. It's not about, what are they talking about? Pro-choice pro-life. If you are pro-life, if you really don't like abortion, why are you voting to create more abortions? Because criminalizing abortion does not send, uh, does not stop abortion, and to and all day I was screaming at the television because the not one Democrat. This is too easy. Why why don't they pick this up? If you okay, let me let me frame this in my mind. When talking to these pro, so-called pro-lifers and say, okay, you're, you don't like abortion, then why don't you advocate for policies that actually reduce the abortion rate? Not one single corporate media mouthpiece said anything of, of the sort. Neither did any of the of the so of the normal people that went on as the both sides both sides. All that normal people have to say is to is to expose the the uh, complete you know um, not just hypocrisy but the the complete uh, misogyny of the anti-abortion movement because it's not about reducing the number of abortions. It's really the truth. Come on. How easy is this? We have so many studies, so many statistics. It's not a, uh, it's not a secret that the abortion rate goes down 
under democratic policies. Uh-oh, I see it too. Here comes Junior. <laughs> I see him. Here he is, everybody. Here he's Come on, come on. Come on. All right, you're back. You're up. No. I know. No. Just sit. No. Relax, Mama. No. Relax. We only have a few minutes left, you silly goose. Nice, eh? There he is. He's in my lap. <laughs> Will you look at the camera, please? Say hello to your fans. Yes. Say hello, everybody. Producers got to produce. All right. So, yeah, I don't understand how... It, it, the, to me, this seems like a layup. And why... I, 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 I don't know, man. Do I have to call every radio show? Do I don't have enough time. I need to sleep sometimes. But why don't the Democrats reframe this argument and say that the, the truth, that the abortion rate goes down under Democratic policies, that you, criminalizing abortion doesn't make the need for abortion disappear. In fact, that's what we, we've always been fighting for. It's not, oh, we love abortion. Who the fuck loves abortion? We want to have safe abortions. We want to have the choice to not die in back alleys like women have been doing forever and ever. So it's, uh, where is it? Come on. Mm -mm -mm. And then there was another, I will have to have another show during the week, of course, because there's other things I wanted to talk about, like the transgender bill in uh, West Virginia, which makes me want to puke. So, okay, so abortion, here's from The Independent. The, pro, the problem pro-lifers don't acknowledge is their completely wrong view of who has abortions and why. As with economics, if you want the results, Republicans promise you got to vote with the Democrats. What the frig? I don't get it, guys. And you got to help me out here because when um, I, 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 the reason we have the show and all is to get the word out, maybe frame, reframe the conversation a little, take back patriotism and all that. But I encourage you when you talk to your Republican friends or any, or if you call into a radio show, not only should you promote Tara Buster, but also because that's your primary reason for calling in, but remind the host and anybody else that of the reality that criminalizing abortion doesn't make it go away. All it does is make it dangerous. And that the reason that women choose to end a pregnancy, as numerous studies sh show, is because of economics. 
So the abortion rate goes down under policies that expand health care. Of course, I, I'm for universal health care. So if you don't like abortion, you would be for universal health care. If you don't like abortion, you would be for education, for contraception, for uh, economic security, for education. Yeah, because this is the this is what people think when they if they have an unplanned pregnancy, it's oh shit, can I afford this? I already have two kids. I can barely I'm barely getting by. Not in in a country that's supposed to be so f and Jesus loving and pro goddamn life. Prove it, prove it. It's that's what's so sickening. They hate life. Not only so if you if you are forced to carry a pregnancy to term, if you're already uh, barely getting by, then they go after your food stamps, right? They tell you you can't have some, uh, you can't have meat, you can't have cheese, you can't have, you can only have the bare, m- basic, whatever uh, minimum, without any choice as far as human decency is concerned and education. I mean, what future do these children have then? They don't, if you want to, if you want to foster a society with less, without abortion, make, you, you, make it possible. Make, set the, uh, you know, set the, the economic security Make that your primary purpose because that's what will stop abortions or at least limit them. Make contraception available. Uh, educate women and young people. You know, because no matter what, Republicans, I know they hate that, even though they love it, uh, that young people are going to have sex. They do, they've been doing it forever. For time immemorial, right? And in fact, because we 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 deal with reality, you know, all these abstinence only and purity pledges, we already we know through the um, through studies uh, that p- these purity pledge kids or whatever they are i mean it's kind of disturbing but they are they are sexually active too so give me a break here so let's see what let me see i'm a veteran where is this where is this abortions where is this damn stupid the sharpest drop in abortion rates have been under democratic presidents All right. In the United States, abortion is one of the most divisive partisan issues. Let me just check the time. I only have a minute. And and deeply entrenched in party ideology. For many voters, their anti-abortion views are what put them firmly in the Republican camp. In the past two weeks, you know, blah, 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 blah. Amy Coney, bitch face Barrett. This is, let's get to the bottom. But but, but, but. Barrett was, of course, uh, nominated by Trump, and his stated 
opposition to abortion is one of the reasons he's maintained the support of conservatives. But for people who are against abortion, they may want to rethink it. During the last three decades, abortion rates have fallen under Democrats. Okay. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We will win. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. We stick together. We win. We'll have a show during the week, hopefully. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Crazy, crazy. And thank you again, Jim and Richard, for your super chats tonight. And everybody else for hanging out. Share the show with your friends. Do all of that. You know the drill. You know the instructions. Tell your friends that the abortion rates go down under Democratic policies. And if they start talking about pro-life, just laugh in their faces. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys, you know what? I'm not going to be able to do, uh, I'm not going to hang out right now because I'm tired. I need to go lay down and get unconscious and dream of a world where no Republicans are in power. Isn't that nice? And here comes Junior. He's back. Come on. You want to say goodnight? Come on. He's back. Sit down. He's back. Back in the New York groove. He's back. Hey! (laughs) That's my hand. Back in the New York groove. (laughs) He's a good boy. When he's sleeping. All right, my friends. I know. Where's the producer? He's right there. There he is. He's right there. Look at their friends over there. And you look in the camera. Look. He doesn't like that. I'm holding his head. Turn this way. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I was. Look at this. Watch. Watch him. He just wants my hand. He wants my hand at any cost. All right, guys, listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much, everyone. And I'm going to go and uh, lay down. Thank you. Look. <laughs> I looked over at the TV just in time when he was biting, mouth open. Yes. He's a good boy. Listen to his purring. This go he never stops purring. He's a good just purr. No, don't cry. He's so good. Purr into the mic, please. Right here. Purr. <laughs> like he knows what I'm saying. Right here. Junior. Junior. 
Junior. No, oh, he's so good. I gotta, uh, I gotta put some, I some videos up on TikTok. I gotta do some TikToks. I gotta do some YouTube Shorts. I got to make sure YouTube memberships are working and other things. I don't know. All right, we'll keep doing it. Listen, guys, you are uh, the reason I get out of bed in the morning. So I really do appreciate I'm not even kidding. So, <laughs> And I look forward to seeing you during the week, especially if somebody becomes a patron. That usually gives me a lot of motivation. At least it gives me hope. All right, guys. Good night. We will win. My name is Tara Devlin. This is Tara Jr. Jr. And I will see you very soon. <laughs>